you're now making a great career or a side hustle <laughs> or playing Ebenezer Scrooge. It's become a signature role for you. Once you have played Scrooge, it, it takes its own life. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 838, Sherlock and Scrooge. A Sherlock Carroll combines Charles Dickens with Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, and it's described on the show's website this way. When a grown-up Tiny Tim asks Sherlock Holmes to investigate the peculiar death of Ebenezer Scrooge, the great detective must use his tools of deduction to get to the bottom of the crime. But it is a dark and treacherous Christmas Eve, and once again the holiday is haunted by the spirits of the past, present, and future. My daughter saw the London production of A Sherlock Carol and declared it delightful. And today, I'm talking to Alan Gilmore, who not only plays Ebenezer Scrooge in the New York production of A Sherlock Carol, but preceded me as the alternate Ebenezer Scrooge in the Goodman Theater production of A Christmas Carol here in Chicago. It's just a couple of Scrooges sitting around talking this week, and I began by asking Alan how his Scrooge in Mark Shanahan's play compares with the Scrooge he played for several years at the Goodman. I love this mashup of these two iconic Victorian characters, <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge and Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Are you are you playing Scrooge before Scrooge? Are you playing after rede the redeemed Scrooge? How does that work? Yes, I. You know that's an that's an excellent question for this show that I'm doing. I absolutely play the redeemed Scrooge, who is now trying to lead Sherlock Holmes in that same direction that the three ghosts, uh, the three spirits, as we call them in, in our show, very uh, intentionally. Um, I'm trying to lead him in that same direction. So actually, Scrooge is redeemed Scrooge. You do see flashes of old Scrooge, and he even comments on that. Oh, that was the old me, you know. Uh, and... Um, he actually sort of mashes up into all three of the ghosts. He, he, he begins sort of a la Christmas past. We very intentionally say this is present. Here they are at present. And then he gets very silent and sort of very old and creepy and, and quiet. Uh, and it's the future. Uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes says, oh my God, this is the future. This is the stuff that, you know, hasn't happened. I haven't seen this, but now I'm seeing it. This is a show that, that has a life in England uh, and mm -hmm. is now having a life in New York. And is it a, also a similarly uh, holiday-flavored kind of an event? Absolutely. It, very holiday-flavored, very much so. So, you know, the, the murder mystery piece of it is obviously the Sherlock Holmes piece, and it's actually Scrooge that has been murdered supposedly you know uh -huh. that's 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 the journey that's the journey of discovery and of redemption unbeknownst to him that uh uh sherlock holmes goes on at the beginning of the story he is um he's lost in a way because his 
major rival, uh, Professor Moriarty, uh, is dead. Has you know has been killed. Yeah. And and he finds that there is no real reason for him anymore without a great um, adversary to pursue and 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 these mysteries to unlock that were so complicated and complex and he was um, you know very stimulated and challenged by by pursuing Moriarty so now that there's not that he feels that he has no purpose and uh, bitterness sets in and all of that kind of stuff so um, but but it is Christmas and uh, he is in the world simultaneously of Scrooge's characters and, you know, Christmas Carol characters. So, you know, there's, there's a grown up tiny Tim who's now a physician helping other children, you know, Lovely. with uh, debilitating illnesses. And so you see him moving through this world of Sherlock Holmes and of a Christmas Carol, but it's, it's very much a Christmas show. You know, we bring a, a, a tree on at the end. And, and this is the first year of the show in London, but it is the second year of the show here in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I am one of the new persons. There's six, it's a six-person cast. The cast is wonderful, wonderful. Let me, I, I want to say their names. Uh, Drew McVitie plays Sherlock Holmes, so he's our lead. Uh, Joanna Carpenter, and, and there, there are two people that play only one character. So that's Drew McVitie, who plays Sherlock Holmes, and myself, of course, who plays Scrooge. And then there are four actors that play several characters crossing between Sherlock Holmes and A Christmas Carol. And that's uh, Joanna Carpenter, Dan Dominguez, uh, Isabel Keating, and Mark Price. We have such a good time, man, on and off the stage. It, it was it was a great experience. I have loved it. I've loved it. Well, that's, I mean, it sounds like this is the sort of thing that that, that could become an annual, an annual thing, too. Yes, I, that's exactly what they are thinking and hoping for. You know, we're at a great venue at New World Stages right now on uh, right in the heart of uh, the Broadway district. And um so, yes, they are definitely already planning about next year. One of the things that struck me on studying the role and getting ready for my own work here at the Goodman this year, season, it struck me that Scrooge is one of the great roles, you know, of lit in literature. And you've already played a couple of the great roles yourself. You played the fool to brilliantly alongside Andre de Shields Lear in St. Louis last summer. Um, uh, have you been struck by the relationship between, or, or am I making this up? Is, is there a real relationship between Scrooge and, 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 and some of the great Shakespeare roles? Well, first of all, my initial answer is absolutely, you know, and, and that's one of the things that I have always said, Austin, you know, I have suggested a, a little earlier that the hardcore theaterites are like, oh, you know, Christmas Carol, you know, whatever, oh, the crack shit, oh my God, well, you know, <laughs> and, and to me, it is one of the great roles, it is one of the really powerful indelible stories 
Because speaking of Shakespeare, you never hear that same reaction uh, when people talk about the Winter's Tale and Leontes, but it's the, you know, it's the same story of a second chance of redemption of somebody doing something so wrong and so toxic to their loved ones and their community, but they go on some kind of journey and they are redeemed. We don't see in The Winter's Tale exactly everything about the journey that Leontes goes on, but we, we certainly do see the result of it. We certainly do see a, a beautiful blossoming scene at the end uh, of his redemption. The, the, the wonderful thing about Scrooge is that we, we see all of that, you know. We, I, you know, I have called this role uh, in, in A Christmas Carol a self-cleaning role because you get out there and you are so nasty and so toxic. And, you know, I, I'm telling people, I, I'm using my own nasty. I have lots of reasons and, you know, I'm old enough and bitter enough to be nasty with my own nasty out there, you know. And to my friend that I love, you know, I'm, I'm nasty to um, Penelope Walker. <laughs> you know? yeah. I love Penelope Walker. Yeah. And so, and so, and that, that, that does hurt a little bit, you know, but in your, in your schizophrenic mind, you know, that hurts Alan, but you have to be nasty in order to have a play, in order to have something, somewhere to go, uh, you know. So you go out there and you're nasty and horrible and you take this journey and it's like it just kind of cleans you out you pop out on the other end of it back in that bedroom and oh you know it it did happen i did i i did have that experience it is real and you are so full of joy and so full of you know uh uh, uh hope and all of that stuff and the audience is right there with you and it, it's wonderful. I, I think I went on a tangent. Well, oh, the Shakespeare. There is a relationship, just like I said, you know, between these epic journeys of these Shakespeare characters and uh, Mr. Scrooge. And that's why, you know, I, 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 I campaigned. You know, I, I told uh, Adam Belcour, he was the uh, casting person at the time. I was like, please let me have a shot at Scrooge. Yeah, I just want to audition for it. I just I love that role. It is a bucket list role, and I would love to have an opportunity. Hi, I'm Tyler Abercrombie, playwright of Relentless, and you're listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Yes! Where can you RSC the RSC? In the first half of 2023, we'll be performing the complete history of comedy abridged in Indiana and Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, Reston, Virginia, the McCarter Theater in Princeton, New Jersey, and Pueblo, Basalt, and Lone Tree, Colorado. Check out the touring page at our website, ReducedShakespeare.com, or our Twitter feed, at Reduced, for the latest information. Now back to my conversation with Alan Gilmore, who returns to the role of Ebenezer Scrooge in Mark Shanahan's A Sherlock Carol, which closes in New York this Sunday, New Year's Day. I had never considered Scrooge a bucket list role 
or a great role until working on it. Oh, and, wow. and I've done, I've, I've, I wrote an adaptation of Christmas Carol 30 years ago, modern day, set in New Hampshire, because New Hampshire is live free or die, and there's right. no greater Scroogean uh, motto than live free or die. Right. Um, uh, uh, and then I've done, I've written and performed parody versions, reduced versions of Scrooge. So I've done the funny versions, but I'd never played him straight. Yeah. And it really does feel like this is the first great role I've ever played for real. Oh, wow. I've only ever done parody versions of the great roles. I played oh. Claudius once, but, you know, um, so I, I totally I agree with what you're saying. You know, that, that journey that you go on is a journey for the audience. And I think the audience recognizes their own nasty, too. Yeah. In Scrooge, and they're able to check themselves a little bit, like mm, maybe not. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I think that that is also the reason for the traditions that people have built around this play. You know, because they do need to and want to somewhere in their mind, in their souls, they want not just the grandeur and the, you know epicness of what Goodman puts on the stage, but they also want that message that still comes through even without all of the grandeur, just comes through more beautifully, you know, but they still want that message of hope, of redemption, of second chances, and of thinking positively and lovingly about your fellow man, fellow woman, fellow person, you know, and that without all of the trappings of the flying and of the beautiful sets and music and the costumes, that still is indelible and that still is what they are seeking. It's what the people are seeking with our show as well, you know? I was gonna say, uh, 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 Sherlock Carroll probably conveys a lot of the same energy. It does. You know, there's a moment there where, um, you know, and there's so many famous lines from both these shows, from both Sherlock uh, uh, Holmes mysteries and uh, and A Christmas Carol. I, I say some of the lines from A Christmas Carol in this show, in, in uh, Sherlock Carol, that other people say. You know, there are these famous lines all through. I You know, when I come out there, I'm saying stuff that Christmas past and Christmas present say to Scrooge. So it's sort of a weird meta experience for me to be saying those things that last year I was hearing you know yeah but um but I say to him at one point I say he says um there's this thing about you know what business is it of yours or what business uh if if I choose not to you know if Scrooge says I mean um Sherlock Holmes says something like if I choose not to use my gift that's my business and I say mankind is your business the common welfare is your business and it is his business and it is all our business and that's what we need to be here you know at this time uh, jessica thebus the director of of goodman's christmas carol yeah. um was very clear to me that i needn't uh, i can be my completely my own scrooge i don't have to copy larry yando um but she did come over to me during the flying bit and she said uh you don't have to do how Larry's flapping his arms like that. In fact, Alan flapped his arms like a chicken. Yeah. And I went, oh, I'm stealing that. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and I would call like a like a well like a crow, you know. I mean, you know, because you know, I'm 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 the first black Scrooge at Goodman, so I would call like a like a black crow, you know. <laughs> That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, except for one more thing about Larry Yando, the 15-year veteran Scrooge that Alan and I have both been alternates to, which I'll share with you in about 60 seconds, so stick around. A Sherlock Carol starring Alan Gilmore as Ebenezer Scrooge closes at the New City Stages in New York City this Sunday, New Year's Day 2023. But its sister production runs for one more week at the Marlebin Theatre in London until January 7th. Go to marlebintheatre.com or asherlockcarol.com for more information. Then send us your Victorian mashup via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com or throw a comment to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram or on our own actual website, reducedshakespeare.com or visit my website, theshakespeareance.com. Thanks as always to the Napoleon of Crime, Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and GarageBand, our random fan shout-out this week goes to Deborah Parks. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to playwright and actor Tyler Abercrombie, who can be seen in The Shy on Showtime. And as always, thanks very much to you for listening. Please continue to stay safe, get your boosters, and keep your masks on. I'm Austin Titchener, 838-2514ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. And Larry is a great, and I found Austin a great template and oh, a yeah. great, you know, jumping off place. So I, I was so thankful to uh, to learn from him and follow him, and then build my own from him. You know? I'm I'm standing on the shoulders of you two giants who have been here, who were. I can build off of exactly what you just said. This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less.